connecting. Welcome to Nurse Practitioners Changing Practice. I am Dr. Carol Berger, and I have been a nurse practitioner for 12 years, and I have practiced in the acute care setting, in the long-term care setting, um, in the step-down setting, and in rural health. I am a family nurse practitioner, so I've kind of uh, taken care of babies to adults, and I have been an um, educator for the past four years teaching nurse practitioners. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Nina Zimmerman. I'm an adult nurse practitioner. I've been a nurse practitioner for about 12 years as well. Uh, I have experience mostly in primary care internal medicine. I my first job was in a weight loss internal medicine practice. Then uh, I've done uh, several years of primary care in different practices. One was very rural, one was uh, more urban with an association with um, a medical facility, a um, um, healthcare system. And now I'm currently uh, at, a, at a factory. So I'm providing primary care in a factory for, for the workers and the employees there and a little bit of um, um, workers comp. So this is, this is great. It's great to be here today. So we got a lot of experience of clinical experience as well as teaching experience. And we are happy that you guys are with us. Um, so, you know, you, you sat around and you've thought about it and you've researched all the schools and you know, all the different tracks and it's all online. So, you know, you can do it right. And you, you're, you kind of figured out how you're going to balance your work life and your family life with uh, your NP schooling. And so you've got all of this tracked out. You even know the day you're gonna graduate and you're starting to get a, a little excited. Um, so, so tell us a little bit, Dr. Zimmerman, about your journey to become a nurse practitioner and why you decided sure. to, uh, to, to take that. Sure, sure, thank you. I, uh, I've been, I was a nurse for 15 years before I decided to be a nurse practitioner. So I had, varied experience uh, as, a as a nurse in a hospital, in a step-down unit, and uh, medicine. And then I did some research coordination uh, and some asthma education uh, and some um, research um, on my own nursing research, clinical research. And then uh, I went back for my master's in nursing education and started teaching uh, undergraduate nursing but when I did that, I, I still wanted to expand my clinical scope and how I could take care of patients. And I wanted to make more of a difference as a provider than, um, than a bedside nurse, basically, or research. I, I mean, like I said, I did lots of different roles as a, as a um, RN. So I decided to go back for my postmaster's certification as an adult nurse practitioner. Um, so I mainly did this because I wanted to um, um, have a more clinical focus with patients with diagnosis and management, and also so that I could expand my teaching uh, for, for nurses and nurse practitioner students. So let's talk a little bit now, I guess, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the MD track, the DO track, and the NP track. I've had people ask me, well, why, why don't you just go to school to be a doctor? Yeah, that's and, a good question. You know, that's a good question, right? And um, when you think about it, um, it's four years to become a nurse, it's four years to get a, a pre-med degree, and then it's three years to become, uh, three to four years, I think, to finish medical school. And uh, it's about three to four years to finish NP school, 
right? And then if you go on to become a doctorate, uh, that's another maybe two, three years, depending on, you know, the program you're in. Um, so time-wise, it's about the same. Um, and so this is what I like to tell my students. I like to tell them, you know, um, a doctor doesn't touch a patient until year five. They go through four years of an undergraduate program. They don't do any patient care. They don't know a diagnosis. They have not known a med. They've never done vital signs. They've never done a physical exam. So think about the advantage you have as a nurse and all of the skills that you've had ability to practice. Not only did you go through four years of school, but you've been in practice. You, you've talked to patients, you have interviewed them, you know medicines and how they go together with diseases. So there's a lot that you bring to the table. Now, you haven't looked at it from a provider's perspective, and it is, um, it is a transition. Absolutely. It is not an extension of your RN education. It is a whole new way of thinking and it is uncomfortable. It feels, you know, like a deer in headlight look, you know, oh my gosh, what I get myself into when you really begin to understand the, the scope of the change. Uh, but you catch on so much faster and your skills get much quicker because you've had those four years. It, you know, if you, if you, any of you have ever worked with a resident, they have that same deer in the headlights look. Right. You know, right. and by the exactly. time they're in their third year of residency, they're not as bad. Right. 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 It's a good comparison. I think something else we should talk about, Dr. Berger, is the difference between a nurse practitioner and a physician assistant. Oh, that's another thing. Right. Yeah. Expand right. on that. It, well, you know, physician assistants also get a baccalaureate degree and not necessarily in, in, in science, in biology. Um, you can have a bachelor's degree in anything before right. you become okay. a physician right. assistant, right? And, right? and when you when you go to a PA program, a physician assistant program, um, it's under the auspices of the medical model. So it's different. You, you are learning um, how to become a provider within the medical model, right? Because you're, it's not nursing, it's not, um, and you don't have, physician assistants don't necessarily have experience taking care of patients, right? They, they, you know, there are some nurses that become physician assistants, right, yeah. right. They could, but, um, but it's very different. It's a very different training. Uh, uh -huh. We're, we're all providers, physician assistants and uh, nurse practitioners are providers, um, but our training is very different. I would say that nurse practitioners have a very holistic approach. Correct. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. Very, very, because we've already dealt with families and patients and seen what a disease really does. We've taken care of them. We have those skills. And that's what, what attracted us to becoming a nurse. Those are qualities. So now we're going to change a little bit. We're going to talk about first some of the negative Aside the challenges, we shouldn't say right. we shouldn't say negative. The, the challenges, the challenges, face, is good. right? Going through NP school, graduating, and starting out on your own. First, uh, first uh, thing might might surprise you is the time. Mm -hmm. uh, once you become a provider, um, you're on a salary, and um, it is not an eight-hour job. It, it just mm -hmm. isn't. Um, you could work anywhere from. You know, you might see patients for eight hours, um, but you you could easily be charting until midnight. 
right you know right so so it, it it you're done when you're done seeing the patients and charting them exactly and some of these roles dr burger as you know that you and i have had uh where you have to do call so you might be working all day taking care of patients in the hospital or in, in a practice and then you're on call so you really right. don't get that a break right right That's right that can go all night and then the next day it's not three twelves and you're done Right. Okay. There are some, that is different. And there are some um, shift, if you want to call it that, you know, like if you're a hospitalist or you're in urgent care and there are certain hours that you are working, but um, it, um, most practices, if you're working full time, many of them are a a salaried um, position where you're just responsible and and you're not clocking in and clocking out. So it's something to think about, you know, you, you aren't necessarily working evening and, and weekend shifts like you are in the, in, as a nurse in a hospital setting, but you may be working just as many, if not more hours, depending well, on your probably, role. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying, yeah, depending on your setting. So that's uh, something that you need to understand that is time is, is a different, it's a different way of, of working. Um, we also want to uh, talk about the, um, the responsibility. Yeah. You know, the first time you actually write a prescription, right? That's a, a really uh, awakening. That's an awakening moment because I think up until that point, it's been somebody's doctor. They told you what to write. Right. Now it's your decision. And something as easy as, you know, amoxicillin, you might, you know, freak out over and say, I don't know if I should be signing this. It feels odd. And it uh, strange, it, you know, um, it does, it feels strange and it feels, it also feels exciting because you are the one making the decision for the, tr- the treatment of that patient, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's medicine or therapy or whatever. whatever um, right. And even before that, like uh, that, that uh, we know about because we teach and we're nurse practitioners, you're going to do assessment, but it's a different kind of assessment. It's a different kind of history taking because you're going to formulate a differential diagnosis and decide what tests you're going to do and what, what kind of information you're going to gather to figure out the diagnosis or the problem. It may not even be that first time you see a patient. You may see that patient once and then you have to follow up with them to figure out really what the problem is. So it's a very yeah. different approach, right, Dr. Berger? It's a really different yeah, approach. Yeah, and it's following the clues. And that's what school is all about, to help you figure out that thinking is very uncomfortable in the beginning. Um, and is it, there's plenty of articles that, that you can read about, about this transition because it's not, um, it's not an extension of your RN. It's a whole new path. Uh, and there's liability that comes with it. And that liability can be scary. I mean, very scary. You can hear people, you, you know, there is going to be mistakes that everybody makes. You're going to see doctors that make mistakes. Um, you have 10 providers are going to do it 10 different ways, but sometimes you're going to see clear mistakes and sometimes you might see harm, uh, yes. that's done, you know, and that that's really scary. Um, you know, I will remember way back when, um, I was a social worker, I working as a social worker. I wasn't a social worker, but I was a case manager slash social worker. And I remember that this doctor came in and he was just as upset as he could possibly be and he went in and talked to the patient and apparently um, they had removed the wrong kidney and it was cancerous Uh, so they were going in to tell the patient 
and that they had to remove the remaining kidney that was there, which I mean was devastating. So never, hopefully never a mistake, like, you know, you took the wrong part out of somebody's body. Um, but you right. know, you can, you can prescribe the wrong med. They can have a reaction. Um, you can miss something. You, you can miss just something. miss it. You know, um, so so that's the scary parts. Well, we're going to end on a, on our positives. So the fun things, the things, the exciting things about your journey of starting to walk in the shoes of a provider. You know, think about when you're a little kid and you're trying on those shoes of your mom, and they looked so big, and you stumbled and you tripped and you did all of that, and but you eventually grew into those shoes. You know, and so that's what you're going to do. And so one great thing is you're going to be you're going to have autonomy you are going to be the provider. They're gonna look at you like the doctor. You are the person that's taking care of them and you're gonna develop a relationship with their patients. They're gonna to come to trust you. Absolutely. Um, and there's nothing in the world that feels better than finding the clues, figuring it out and helping somebody to, um, and then them to look at you with with the gratitude that they're going to feel right right because you're not just their provider by that time you're their friend yeah 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 you really become part of people's lives part, part of the patient lives part of the family life mm -hmm. lives um i know colleagues who have taken care of um many generations of families because they you know develop a relationship and they have in certain stages, they have you know you can have your you have your own practice, um, and you might take care of of the, the parents, the kids, the kids' kids, the grandpa. I mean, there's really really some relationships that you build, which actually actually assist you in your um, management of patients because you get to know them, and that's mm -hmm. part of their history, right? And getting to know patients helps you recognize when they're really sick or um, something else is changing in their life. I mean, it really helps you care for those patients. Yep, and, and it's gonna tug at your heartstrings because in the bottom line, you are a nurse and you're just going to have an expanded role that is really going to allow you to practice to your fullest extent in today's environment. I think there's almost 30 states now where it is um, yeah. independent practice. Independent practice, yeah, yeah. That, that it's a great shingle out, it's a great time. Absolutely. I tell you what, if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about it, I didn't interrupt you, Dr. Berger, if you're thinking about being a nurse practitioner, it's a wonderful field. I can't imagine doing anything else. No, um, it's challenging. It's rewarding. You have options, not only in clinical practice, but you could teach, you could pursue, pursue research. Um, so that's probably a good parlay into what we want to do for the next podcast, right? So we we're, we're going to wrap this up by telling you that we're going to do a weekly weekly podcast. Uh, the first one is just with us, but we're going to have guests. Um, and the next uh, session, what our hope is, is to talk about um, why become a DNP. We're going to have a guest that will be talking about uh, the transition uh, from becoming an NP to a DNP and uh, what the difference is and how that, how that really can impact uh, practice and actually change it. So uh, till next time, we will uh, see you on Nurse Practitioners Changing Practice. Yeah, Bye. make sure you like us and share us. Bye. Yeah, like and share, like and share.